Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Video Express. I'm your host, Frankie B. Okay, Frankie Santa, just good old plain Frankie. Okay, a cu- couple quick announcements, and we're going to go right into the show. Tonight, we're going to wrap up Batman vs. Superman, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Uh, that was a great uh, thing on 60 Minutes about China and its box office. Um, a little bit about the MTV Awards. And uh, I probably won't get it, into it, but... Uh, won't get get to it, should I say? MTV Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It was nobody gives a shit about. But anyway, um, so a quick announcement. Now I did promise everybody. Um, if you went to the blog, right? Uh, you know what the blog is, right? Well, just type up Video Land Express, two words, space between Video Land and Express, and Yahoo or Google, and it will take you to the website which will take you to the blog, or you can go to the blog and it will take you to the website, vice versa. Right now we're concentrating in the blog. And uh, the big announcement is uh, I listed the new dates. It's official. We're going back live on Manhattan Neighborhood Network on MNN. That's why I've been doing the show live uh, for the past 26 years. We're going back uh, May 7th and May 21st. As you know, most of you know who have been following the show. Uh, during the wintertime, I take a break and go head down south. So I'm out of New York City. I'm, I'm heading back to New York City on, on the 4th. That's right. May the 4th be with me when I get on that plane. Uh, I'll be back in New York City, and uh, which is on Wednesday. And right next to that is that coming Saturday, May 7th. We'll be going live with my host, my co-host, Mark. Uh, we're trying to do another show. Um, we're using a thing called Cold Note. And that's that records that show, and it, it automatically it posts up on YouTube and a bunch of other places. And it's kind of a tricky thing because sometimes it wants to record, sometimes it doesn't. When it does record, sometimes it doesn't hear our voices. Either I'm too loud, you can't hear Mark. Or Mark is loud, and my show you can you really hear me. I was over in the background. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we're still trying to figure that out. But um, Mark will be going back with me now. On the 21st, he he's going on. On vacation, he's going away, so I'll be doing a solo show. And yes, you will see a brand new music video that is going to premiere on May 21st. I'm working on that, and that's a reference to uh, promise uh, more things on Pinterest and Instagram. Um, I got those direct links on the website itself, not on blog, uh, not on the, the blog. Uh, the website, there's little icons. I don't have an Instagram icon, so I actually wrote it in. If you go to videolineexpress.com, right, right on top on the right-hand side, you see all these uh, icons for Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, etc. And But Instagram is not up there. I uh, wrote to them about that. I said, hey, you, got, you guys need an icon for that. But anyway, um, I did post the link for Instagram. And I was going to... Remember last time I said I was going to put some music there? What happened? Well, Instagram went from 15 seconds to... 60 seconds where you can post videos before you you only allowed to, to, to post 15 second videos so i made these little music snippets all the original stuff that i wrote and the next thing i know i had to redo them all over again because now you can post 60 seconds 
That's why I didn't premiere. I was going to premiere them on this show. Hopefully, I'll give you a hint of what things to come um, before I get on a plane, and hopefully that will be an, uh, the next show. I believe I have one more show next week, and then I'll be taking a break um, for about a week. Uh, yeah, May the 4th. So I might do a show. I don't, I'm not too sure. But again, just follow the blog. The blog is always posted from Monday to Thursday. And uh, Friday, if there's not much news, I just update Thursday's blog, which leads me to the next announcement. I posted a couple of things in this past week. So the blog from April 12th to the April 15th, I put up a couple of links. Now, uh, the last show we talked about uh, Star Wars, the Blu-ray review, right? And this came out about uh, a couple of months ago. And I don't know where I, I did a bookmark. I couldn't find it. Finally found it. And it's a 10-minute special effects reel that they give to the Oscars, people part of the Academy, the Academy Awards, people who belong to the Academy. Uh, there's 5,000 members, but all that is broken, broken down, a couple hundred for actors, a couple hundred for producers, a couple hundred for directors, and a couple hundred for special effects people, you know. And uh, so in that particular group, they voted for Ex Machina. Okay, one thing at a time. So that special effects reel that was presented for the Oscars is a 10-minute reel that was not on the Blu-ray review. I posted that on last week's blog, okay? And then I reposted it on Monday, okay? Just follow, just go back a couple of days of my blogs. It's right there. There's a link that goes directly to it. It's a 10-minute um, special effects reel. Again, not available on the show. It was Blu-ray. And my thing about that was Ex Machina. I didn't get into it. Ex Machina was a very boring movie. I saw it again because the first time I fell asleep on it. I said, you know, and I'm into, um, you know, sci-fi, robots, you know. It's artificial intelligence, okay. I forget the girl. She's a Danish actress. She was in um, the picture, the Danish girl, the, 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 uh, the one with the Eddie Redman where he dresses as a girl. I forget the name of that. Anyway, and um, she won, you know. Uh, was a best supporting actress. Anyway, she was in that. Paul Damon. Uh, Paul Damon. Paul Damon. The guy who plays um, the X-Wing fighter pilot. Asker Davis? Isaac, Isaac Davis? Oh, I forget his name. He was in that along with... I can't pronounce it. I'm looking at my notes here. Actor Danum Gleason. Um, he started in Harry Potter. Uh, he played the general in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, okay, where he's uh, making that big speech, and it looks like the Third Reich, Germany, uh-huh. and he was also in The Revenant. He was in four hits, and he was an ex-machina. I included a clip of uh, who Denim Gleason was. I thought it was kind of interesting. I have all these things like, who is this guy? And you probably recognize his father, Paul Gleason, okay, English actor. Anyway, um, so I included that. And anyway, for Ex Machina, uh, what do you think? Of, the movie sucked. Only the last half hour where anything happens, um, like uh, the actor plays Paul Damon in The Force Awakens, he, he abuses these robots. And um, Donald Glennon is like his protege. Only the last half hour you see any special effects. I don't get it. Also, when the, 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 there's only two female robots and they go nude at the end. Big deal. Okay? Movie was still boring. And it's funny. These two guys, when Star Wars, I like to ask them, how do you feel? Do you feel, do you feel bad that the movie that really made your breakout role, I mean, these guys did other films. They're always going to be known for Star Wars The Force Awakens. And 
they the other movie they did, Ex Machina, won for best visual effects, and that's Star Wars. So that, that's something I, I didn't get a chance to really get into to mention it. I wanted to put that special effects reel up first. Ten minutes, that's not on the Blu-ray. Now, the next thing I put up this past week, um, I put up an article with David Brenner. And a lot of people said, well, great article, but long ass. And I know I had the video again at Bookmarket. I couldn't find it. I finally found it, and I reposted that. It's a 30-minute of video. Actually, it's a podcast and a video shape. It's on uh, Vimeo. Anyways, 30 minutes. And the editor, David Brenner, not the comedian who passed away a long time ago. He used to host uh, The Tonight Show before Jimmy Fallon, uh, Johnny Cars. Not that David Brenner, the comedian. This is David Brenner, the editor. It's a podcast. and he actually talks that the movie uh, came down to about three and a half hour, four hours for Batman versus Superman. He was the editor for Batman versus Superman. Uh, and he explains in detail. So, you know, you want to listen to it on lunchtime and a way to work. It's a 30-minute uh, podcast uh, courtesy of Studio Daily. That's a magazine that I, I subscribe to. And they give you all these things about, you know, post-production editing and graphics and all that. So I figure I put that as a much it's easier on the eyes <laughs> and it's easier on the ears. The other article was like a couple of pages long. So I included the podcast. And and it's very interesting about Batman versus Superman. And, and now I'm going to go into the box office, why the movie tanked. Well, basically, this is a rule. Uh, they had three and a half hours to four hours. Now, here's a couple of things I did not know. Now, uh, Zack Snyder, the director, I like to call him, let's, uh, let's call him Zack, uh, Sack Zack. You know, the, the, it was an April Fool's joke, and I kind of felt for it that they actually thought that they're going to fire him. Okay. Um, he's in charge of Justice League. Now, there's a lot of rumors and a lot of things floating around. I'm not going to say anything about it. They're very scared about Justice League um, because everybody knows that Batman versus Superman underperformed. It was disappointment. 900, it's going to clear $800 million after this weekend. Uh, is it going to clear $900 million? Well, you know, in comparison is, again, I hate to mention it, Deadpool. Okay, before I get into that, um, because I mentioned something else before, and I'm, I'm going to wrap that up also. But David Brennan said, Zach, Zach Sag, Zach Snyder, he was an, uh, an actual artist. He drew all of his own storyboards. Okay, so he mixed that up with the script, and it came out. The script here, even David Bennett said the script was so long, he doesn't even remember how many pages, which means that it must have been at least over 200 pages. Remember the rule, a little filmmaking uh, 101 over here. For every one minute of screen time, it's worth a million dollars. That's how much it costs. And for every one page, uh, well, excuse me, right. One, every, every page, even on, I just lost my place. Sorry, one more time. One minute of screen time is equal to one page of script. And that costs a million dollars to produce. So, if the page is 100, if the script is 120 pages, it's 120 minutes, it's a $120 million budget. It used to be that, not anymore. Because these movies, they're, they're, <laughs> Obviously, Superman, the guy didn't know when to cut. He should have edited the script. And David Brenner said the whole introduction of Superman at the beginning was a, diff a completely different cut. Even Zack Sack, um, Zack Snyder, I like to say, uh, even he admitted that it, it played out completely different. And ho hopefully that complete scene will be on the Blu-ray. Now, because of that, 
the whole, that's why the movie was all screwed up in the first hour. Listen to that um, uh, um, podcast. It's very interesting. Um, and then because he's an editor, he had to really go back and like the beginning sequence. There was like six different introductions at the beginning of the movie. He had to re-edit all that. Okay, just to cut down from three and a half hours. Can you imagine Batman versus Superman with three and a half hours? Okay, there's four, four points. Me as an editor. Remember last time I said edit EDL, edit decision list, and it's a rule of principle. And again, filmmaking 101 so for you future editors out there. Learn how to cut down the script before you film anything, folks. Okay, and that is the problem. Captain America Civil War is two and a half hours, but there's a reason for that because it's going to hook up to the rest of. Um, and was Infinity War? What is it? The last two big Marvel movies? Okay, fine. Um, let down how the script. Roger Coleman did this. Roger Coleman said, if you can't afford the budget on, the, on, my, on my movies, I'm going to go out and tear out a page of script. Okay? This scene does not exist. You don't have to film it. We cut the budget down. That's an old Roger Coleman trick. And people say, what's this kind of, it's really not professional. It's kind of a joke. Well, they should apply it to this, some of these damn movies. Edit the damn scripts. Don't film what you're not going to be using anyway. Um, as a matter of fact, that article that I mentioned, David Breno, I believe the link is on a Wednesday or Thursday, that podcast, 30-minute interview, uh, I'll post it uh, on Thursday. David Breno, I believe, is on uh, the article itself. David Breno is too long. That article does include deleted scenes. I think there's two or three deleted scenes that's not in Batman versus Superman. So you want to see those deleted scenes? Look at the article. But it does include little, I think they, each clip is about maybe uh, 55 seconds or something like that. Well, that's the article. I believe that was Tuesday or Wednesday. The actual podcast, which is 30 minutes, is on the Thursday blog, okay? Um, like I said, this blog is uh, Block Talk Radio. It's a reference to my blogs. It's kind of matching up. Um, so in case you didn't see it, just go to my blog and you see the link so you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, and there's four points of editing. Structure, tempo, rhythm, and pacing. And that's one thing that everybody was talking about Batman versus Superman. It was all over the place. And those four principles went right out the window and it affected the movie big time. Okay, I'm almost halfway marked. So let me get, let me get, move on. So, um, but the good news about it, okay, uh, Ben Affleck is going to be the new Batman. Now they're worried about Zack Snyder and they said, listen, Ben Affleck is going to direct Batman. Simple as that. Let's get that off the ground. Never mind Batman, uh, you know, um, Justice League. Um, somehow they're going to squeeze Ben Affleck in between those um, movies. They want to get that off the ground. Remember, even I said uh, Batman vs. Superman train wreck because what happened with Man of Steel? I'm glad I was wrong. It kind of worked out for the most part. The second half was fantastic, I thought. You know, you had the Batman. You had the Batman. You had Batman kicking ass. You had Batman and Superman being the shit out of each other. You had Wonder Woman joining them and then the for Doom. That second half was fantastic. I will get the Blu-ray. That first hour was a friggin' mess. Okay, uh, Ben Affleck has final word. Uh, as a matter of fact, Ben Affleck is going to be in Suicide Squad. Uh, there was a new article I didn't post that. I wasn't too big in Suicide Squad, but uh, what? Croc? Uh, What's his name again? The Croc. The guy plays the Crocodile. It turns into a Crocodile. That I meant to say. I always loved that character. And same thing like Spider-Man with the Lizard. That was another favorite of mine. Uh, and they still screw that one up. Okay, but. With that being said, um, they just came up with a, DC just came up with a new animation, and that's what's it the the Teen League? I forget. I'm going brain dead here. The one with Robin and all that. I I never got into um, 
uh, the team squad, whatever they call it. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, but the other one's going to be the Killing Joke. That's going to be the new DC animation that's coming out, and that's going to be rated R, of course, thanks to Deadpool. Okay, uh, Deadpool, of course, is auto- automatically getting a sequel. Okay, uh, and my two my, my, my two favorite underdogs of the year is Ben Affleck because everybody said, "Oh no, he's gonna ruin Batman." He's about basically it was the best thing about uh, the friggin' Batman versus Superman, and of course the other underdog is uh, Ryan Reynolds, and he's gonna get his sequel. And I hope he I hope he gets a whole bunch of sequels. I hope he gets a huge pay raise like Baba Donna Jr. But they got a brand new franchise. But because of that, Killing Jokes is gonna be rated on. Now they're jumping in the bandwagon. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Um, so, um, talking about sequels, already Jungle Book. Now, Melissa McCarthy came out with The Boss. Okay, she had number one, Superman, Batman vs. Superman went to number two. Now, Jungle Book is already going to get a sequel. It got good rave reviews. The Boss was a nail in the coffin. Uh, Jungle Book is going to be, they're going to be the pole bearers saying goodbye to Batman vs. Superman. Jungle Book will be number one for two weeks until Captain America comes out. People are going to be disappointed by Batman vs. Superman. They want to see two superheroes going mano mano. Captain America, the reviews are being fantastic. That's what people want. Uh, it's going to really benefit Captain, uh, Captain America. Civil was going to do huge at the box office. It, the rumor mm-hmm. is it might reach $1 billion. It might because ben, uh, Batman vs. Superman is it'd be lucky it hits $900 million. Now, that's not too shabby, you say, right? Well, here is the problem. And I said this a couple of shows ago. I've been following. Somebody gives me a dollar and says, I make you $10. Okay, give me, give me a dollar, Frank, and I make you $10. And, and I'll keep a dollar for making you that money, okay? I get my dollar back. He gets a dollar. We get $10. The profit is $8. Now, and that was Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man number two, and that's why they pulled the plug. They said, well, I'm not here to make a couple of dollars. Somebody comes over and says, Frank, lend me 50 cents, okay? And I'll keep 50 cents, okay? But I'll bring back $100. Okay. I get my 50 cents back. He, he only takes 50 cents? Really? What a nice, generous guy. And he gives me 100. The dollar, of course, between me and him that we invested, the profit is $39. That is Deadpool. So who will you do business? The guy who gives you a, do- a dollar says I make you $10, or you, the guy who gives you 50 cents, or says, let me do 50 cents, give me 50 cents, and make you $100. So that is the difference. So Batman vs. Superman, uh, two giant icons, it should have been up there at least $1.5 billion. And who's getting a sequel again? That's right. Papaya. <laughs> the Minions are coming back for Despicable 3 with Trey Parker as the villain. They're getting a three. They're going to have a short film, uh, The Secret Lives of Pets. The Minions are going to have a little short uh, a cartoon, a short animation short, should I say, attached to The Secret Life of Pets. Uh, those are the guys who did The Minions, okay? Uh, and then the, they're going to have Minions Part 2, another sequel of that, okay? Now, that movie only cost $80 million. I know I hate to repeat those guys, but $80 million and it, cost over, it made over a billion dollars. Now, Spectre did not make a billion dollars like Skyfall. Remember, I, there's two films I did not predict. I did not predict um, Minions going to make that much, uh, that much money. And I predicted that um, Spectre was going to make a, a billion dollars because of three, four generations, right? 
They didn't show up. Now, it did great on Blu-ray. It sold like about a month. Wow. Uh, there's a website called thenumbers.com. Go there, and it was uh, like number one seller of the year so far. Uh, Star Wars numbers are still coming in. And they, so they what, over a million discs, which is really unheard of. Anyway, um, suspect it was number one on Blu-ray. That's what people did, did not bother going to see the movies. Okay, so that failed. And the movie costs, we're marketing it, $500 million. You only You didn't cross $900 million. Again, is an iconic franchise over 25 films. It's opposed to Skyfall did a billion dollars. How come so James Bond did it? Batman vs. Superman, two icons. Didn't do it. It failed in China. Look what happened with Star Wars. They remember the Phantom Menace. China's the best slap Star Wars. I said, yeah, yeah, 100 million. Get out of here. That's why Star Wars just um, is only like the, the third biggest movie of all time. What happened? China said rejected it. So did India. So did Japan. Okay, thanks to China. So what happened? Well, I mean, Superman didn't get it. Star Wars didn't get it either. Okay, Captain America probably will get it. <laughs> what happened? With, how come China rejected it? They probably remember remembered Man of Steel. They remembered the Phantom Menace, and they said, "No way." Now I did mention um, um, China. Let's go to China. So anything else I want to say? Um, but Batman, there's something else, whatever. I'll go into the next one. Uh, oh, one more thing about uh, Batman. The show Gotham. Penguin died, and the Riddler is coming out now, finally, right? The, he's finally, um, Jim Gordon knows that he's the bad guy. And you see his hidden place there, and that was the Dutch angle. <coughs> Again, filmmaking 101. Now I talk about budget, 50 cents to a dollar. I talk about editing. Four points of editing, structure, tempo, rhythm, and pacing. Now, what's a Dutch angle? A Dutch angle is basically when you turn the cam- camera on a sign. It looks like the whole scenery is uh, um, crooked, and it refers to the Batman TV show. Every time there was a villain, they do a Dutch angle. Um, Battle for the Earth with John Travolta. Um, Roger Christian directed that, who's a big fan of George Lucas. Okay? George Lucas helped him out in Battle for the Earth. We know that all, that movie got tanked, but he kept up using that Dutch angle is when the camera is put on the side. Okay? And that was a reference to Batman 1966. And what's my favorite car of all time, everybody? That's right. Batmobile. Followed by the Speed Racer car, Mac 5, the DeLorean, Black Beauty, the Green Hornet. Okay. Just want to see if you remember that, guys. Okay? Batman 1966 TVC. That is my favorite Batmobile. Okay. Um, so that's a reference to that. Now let's go back to China real quick. Um, I guess some more things for Captain America. I'm gonna say that for next show, Captain America. I, I mean, two guys beating the crap of each other, two icons, and then you add Spider-Man to it. Okay, that's like a Batman versus Woman. Save the second half, then save the first half. Captain America, the reviews are fantastic. That's, and like I said, the people who are so disappointed and bad and soups are gonna crazy of the Captain America. I know I will. Now, 60 Minutes had a big special about China. Okay, now the last show I remember, I mentioned three pictures. The Monster Hunt, about a talking little cabbage doll. Um, it's actually, a, it was a vegetable. It was a little cabbage. Okay, uh, mermaid. Corporate dude falls in love with a mermaid. You know, it's about redemption, about saving the wildlife and all that stuff. And another movie that just came out, The Monkey King. Black Batman versus Superman. The Monkey King. That was remade as The Forbidden Kingdom with Jet Li. 
or jet lag, should I say, okay? Uh, the only difference was the actor in there did not have a monkey tail. The, this actual actor looks like a monkey, even has a tail. This is number two about the mythology. So nothing about China, okay? They love the mythology, which goes back to thousands of things we do not have. Uh, Star was just created in the 70s, which was based on the Flash back in Flash Gordon back in the 1930s, Batman and Superman back in the 1930s. China, mythology, back thousands and thousands of years. You cannot get The special 60 Minutes, I did include a trailer. And if you go to the 60 Minute website, they have the episode uh, that was uh, the play last Sunday. And it actually has, uh, is, I think it's a, like a 10-minute um, video, except from the 60 Minutes show, and over 600 productions, 22, 600 productions a year, 22 theaters are coming out every day, okay? And they're going to get, they're going to go after um, the directors and actors and let them work for Chinese productions. Now, remember Iron Man 3, uh, Ben Kingsley, The Mandarin, which I was so pissed off, I hate that movie. Uh, Mandarin was an actor, right? Because they don't want to offend the Chinese. Okay, Fine, because they wanted, they needed that box office. That's why Iron Man Three is still made over a bill, okay? Because it did have the Chinese money, and I said, nah, even the Chinese didn't appreciate that, okay? But uh, in reference to that, um, they interviewed this old man. And for over 20 years, he had this giant backlot. Don't forget, remember all their backlots. That's why you go to Pinewood Studios, the 007 stage in England. They go to Vancouver. Uh, they go to Atlanta. The stage is all over the place. Uh, Tyler Perry, he has a studio down there in Atlanta. And a lot of major productions go down there. And film has his studio that he built. But this Chinese dude built to 20 years to build replicas of all these kingdoms in China. It's more like a – think of Disney World. They built uh, the, the, the building um, Star Wars. That's what China did it. Um, that's what they did. Anyway, so all they do is film. They got the sets already built. It's not even CG. It's actual sets. Okay. Peter Jackson wish he had that <laughs> for Lord of the Rings. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't cost that much to make these films. They got the sets already done. They hire a lot of extras. Boom. And these films make over $500 million a piece. My point is, people say, well, you know, Captain America is going to be number one. Only in the U.S., and I talked to a lot of people, and this is my point I'm trying to bring up. A lot of people don't understand this. We are not number one in other countries. South America, Mexico, they got their own movie industry. Bollywood. Boy falls in love with girl. Boy loses girl to death. They dance at the end. <laughs> okay? Lost my girl. Bum, 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 bum. Lost my girl. Bum, 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 bum. She's dead. She's dead. da, 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 da. Every every sad movie ends with a, a, a with a dance. That's Bollywood. That's the tradition of Bollywood. China. Every film co- is coming out is making five hundred million dollars. We're not that important overseas. And now China says, "Oh, you know what? We can use some of you actors, directors. You know, you know what? All we need is them. We don't need your production. We can create our own production, and we can make even more money. And we leave you out of the loop." They even took brought a studio, Legendary Studios, which is a good sign. The legendary studios, of course, is producing King Kong. And okay, so anyway, check out the clip and it explains everything that China is taking over, and nobody understands that America is not the number one uh, production anymore. Okay, Batman Superman because it costs so much money. It's uh, approximately four hundred 
500 million, including advertising and marketing costs and all that. 900 million is a failure, okay? And China said no. In the meantime, these movies, Monster Hunt, Mermaid, Monkey King, they make 100 million and they make 500 million, okay? 50 cents to the dollar. Remember that reference? Anyway, um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stated that the whole thing is a fucking joke. Okay, let me end my last minute and a half. Godzilla. Okay, um, the new trailer just came out, and Godzilla, what, what's up? It's a continuation. They rebooted the whole franchise as a, as a continuation. It's a direct sequel to the original 1952-53 uh, black and white film, where Godzilla was killed at the very end with the destroyer oxygen technique. He's, he, he's rejuvenating himself. He's coming back. So it's a direct sequel to the original black and white film from the, uh, from the 1950s. They're rebooting it. It's a different timeline from the American Godzilla. Okay? Clear your shelf space because you're going to collect those Godzillas. Okay? And I thought that's great. And again, they're going to the role reference point where the guy is in a suit. Is that CG? And that's that a freaking long-ass tail, and it's really scary. Uh, it's going to remind me of, of um, Old Monsters Attack for you Godzilla fans. Know what I'm talking about. Um, they just came up with a trailer. Check that out. I included the trailer on the blog. Go to the blog. I'll be doing one more show next week. And then I'll be on the plane, and I'll be continuing this. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, and all the things I promise will come on with the next show, hopefully. Uh, Frankie B, thank you for listening to Video Night Express on Block Talk Radio. And live long and prosper. May the force be with you. I had to sneak that in. See you guys. <laughs>